Welcome to the Thinking Tree podcast, where we, your hosts Ali and Jess, and the occasional special guest, take a different word each time and think about it, talk about it, and climb a metaphorical tree with it. Now, if that sounds a bit confusing, don't worry. Listen to a few episodes and you'll soon get the idea. So we start by looking at the tree. So we think to ourselves, what's the first thing that pops into my head when I hear this word? Um, What does this word mean? Next, we sit in the tree. So we find a a low, uh, metaphorical, of course, branch and, and sit down and we just reflect a bit more about the word and think to ourselves, is there anything more meaningful that we can say about this word? And then finally, we climb the tree. Um, And that involves thinking about if there's anything eternal or ultimate that we can say about this word. So please enjoy today's episode of The Thinking Tree. Well, hi. Welcome to The Thinking Tree. And you might recognize a bit of a different voice here. Well, probably not just from the, the quick hi that you've heard already, but... Here today is a guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Shall I say your name or would you like to say your name? I'll let you say your um, name. Maybe I've been saying your name wrong. Well, names are a funny thing, aren't they? Because different people would know me by different names. So most people know me by the name Steph. Um, but other people who know me well sometimes call me Steffi. So Jess actually often calls me Steffi. But you might not know that. No, I didn't um, know that. Oh, there we go. So, um, so yeah, I'm really excited to be here. I'm a bit of a fangirl. Um, I, um, I'm, so I know both Ali and Jess from, um, times at church. Um, and I'm trying to think a little bit more about me. Um, I'm, uh, a wife of a man and a mother of three small children. And in my, um, spare time, I am a doctor. In your spare Um, time. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, yeah, on the side. Yeah, hospital doctor, and my special interest is looking after older people. Mm, great. And when was the last time you climbed a tree? Um, you know, I went last last week. I went to um, stay with my parents for half term, and we went to we went on um, a walk around a garden, and there was a tree there that was prime for climbing. I didn't climb it myself, but I did. Um, I assisted uh, two of my children to climb it. But then we got told off by the by the tree climbing police. Um, oh. Read like the people who were the staff in the garden. So like, oh, we would prefer that you didn't climb the tree. I was like, oh, awkward. Yeah. That's happened to me before, actually. My children were eating sandwiches in a tree once. And got told that they didn't really that they shouldn't really be in the tree. They were really sad. Yeah. Well, I I don't know who makes the rules, but who gets to when you know when it is or isn't permissible to sit in a tree. Um. And and I to be honest, I don't think I would have thought to get them to climb the tree. Um. If if I didn't had to fill this bit of the segment, if I hadn't known I was coming on, <laughs> then maybe I would have just walked past the tree and just. Would you really? Uh, Oh, well, wow. yeah. Well, so, yeah, it inspired me to, um, yeah, it inspired them to climb the tree. But... Well, I'm glad to have um, inspired you. I mean, I actually often feel like I've climbed lots of trees in a week. And then I think back and realise it wasn't actually me that climbed the trees at all. It was, in fact, my children. So 
Um, and in fact, this week we we went on an, an eight mile bike ride as a family, which was um, well, it was the first time my youngest has ever cycled that far. So it was a, a momentous occasion. But we uh, we went to one of our favourite places, and there's an orchard there with some some good climbing trees, and um, and both my children and my husband all ate their their picnic lunch in the tree. I was the only one that didn't. I just I was kind of standing below, kind of passing things to people and taking their rubbish and taking photos. So you're an enabler. Yeah, <laughs> enable others to climb trees. Um, yeah. Well, um, it's great to have you on the show, Steph. And sorry that Jess couldn't be here today. Um, but let's let's start by looking at the tree. Oh, we don't know what the word is. Well, I know we do know what the word is. Actually, sorry, that's a lie. Um, the guests don't know what the word is. Oh, actually, before we begin, we need to say that we're both waiting for parcels that could come at any moment. Um, so, and I would quite love if they both came during this time and that we didn't edit it out. So that oh, could be quite fun, couldn't it? Yeah. I think that'd be a podcast first to both of us to receive parcels whilst in full float. Oh. So that could yeah. happen, just to warn you, that could happen. Um, anyway, let's look at the tree. What's the word, Steph? the word is home home and i mean i like that's a word that brings nice feelings to me i don't know if it does to you steph i think a lot of the the initial thoughts i had about the word were quite cliched in that the first things i was thinking of the thought about when i thought about the word was you know like those signs that you get in little shops that say like home sweet home or home is where you belong or yeah. um like home is where the heart is and um yeah that kind of like home there's no place like home yeah. yeah yeah those kind of idioms came to my mind and I was thinking so so generally the feelings towards the word home are quite positive aren't they by the population uh, but also by me but is that because I've seen all these signs everywhere <laughs> yeah no so I think um I think it probably is supposed like that's it's supposed to be a kind of safe and comfortable place isn't it home um it's different to um different to a house isn't it so um yeah. there's another phrase isn't there so what makes a house a home oh um, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah i was thinking that like what is a home so you know as we're we're contemplate as we're looking at the tree we're thinking what is this word what does this word mean at face value what what is a home then, do you think? What is the difference between a house and a home, would you say? I think it's more than so it's more than just a place. Um I think I did I did a quick uh, not wanting to be like caught unprepared, I did a quick um like Google definition. And mm. um I'm not very good at English, but when you look at the um like all the different ways you can use the word home, there are lots of different type so you can use it as a part of language in different ways so it can be a noun it can be an adverb it can be a counted noun um all these things that i never knew like existed but we can use it in different ways How but i think adverb? um well let, let's i can't remember let me let, 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 uh, oh uh, adverb um it says um to use it means to or at the place where you live so the example they give on the Collins Dictionary is that um, I'll telephone you as soon as I get home. 
Interesting. Mm. So, um, so yeah, so it's not, I think, it, so it's not, I think it's not just a thing, is it? It's, um, oh, it can be a place mm. or... Oh, so to get home is yeah. the, the way it's an adverb. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was thinking, like, sometimes I can think superficially, um, you know, the difference between a house and home is, like, if it feels homely. So, you know, if there's nice pictures on the walls, there's nice cushions, um, that kind of thing, you know, like little signs saying home sweet home. Um, <laughs> does that make it home? But yeah, clearly there's there's more going on. And perhaps, I don't know if we're starting to inch into sitting in the tree. Um a bit I mean I don't know are you I, I personally I'm I think I'm a home girl I I like being at home um so I'm always I feel like I'm always trying to get home so um a phrase that I seem to say almost every day is um we just need to get home so you know when we're trying to get home from from school when I'm picking my kids up from school I mean we don't live very far away but sometimes that five minute journey can seem like it's taking a very long time <laughs> and I'm just saying we need you know we just need to get home um or I'm trying to persuade them to leave the park or come down from a tree or you know something like that so um I feel like I look forward to getting home and it's it's a relief to me when I do get home from being out somewhere but I don't know I don't know if everyone feels like that um do you feel like that I do, I do I like I'm similarly I I um yeah I'm definitely a ho- a home a homey person I like being at home um but I'm in, I'm approaching an interesting um landmark in my life this year in that um I'm reaching an age where um ho- the place I live now the place I would call home now I've lived here longer than I lived in my parents' home okay yeah and I was thinking about this because home in my phone, in my mo- like, so like in my mobile phone, if I said to call home, it would call my parents' home. Mm. And I was like, well, at what, at what stage does home, like, so home cease to be home? Um, can you have more than one home? Well, I don't have more than one home. So I guess people have second homes, don't they? Like or third yes. homes, but which were, yeah, but they would call that their second. You know, I mean, you have um, one of those stuff. No, no, I've got a shed. Um, <laughs> um, but the yeah, at what at what stage does home like home cease to be home? Um, yeah, I thought that was a yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking as so as we're kind of, um, I think. Do you think we're ready to sit in? Are we sitting in the tree already? Maybe we're sitting in the tree. I think we're probably, we're definitely on a on a low branch. Yeah, we're we're starting to sit on the tree. Oh, was that my was that my parcel arriving? Hang on, I better check before we sit <laughs> in the tree fully. Hang on. This is high quality podcasting. I'll uh, commentate whilst uh, Ali's gone to the door. We'll see what she comes back with empty-handed there we go no i the parcel did arrive um i I left it in the hall i didn't bring in um so very exciting oh it was just some books i hear you're um actually waiting for a lion onesie which is much more exciting i'm waiting for a lion onesie um well (laughs) thank you very much yeah if that arrives um 
of course I would like well no but it probably is for your child isn't it it's not going to fit it's you. for my child so yeah it'll be a bit small for me but um if it, if it arrives fun. then I will be sure to update yeah <laughs> <laughs> well there you go one out of two parcels um down excellent um so sitting in the tree uh <laughs> if my train of thought is still um functioning um so yeah if it's not if it's not um what is a home it's not just nice pictures on the wall or even like mess you know sometimes mess can make it feel like a home rather than just a mm -hmm. house but um what is it so yeah you've talked about like safety i think that's something that comes to my mind like home is like a safe place um yeah it should be uh acceptance maybe love um warmth those kind of things come to my mind yeah safe, safety is a big one and also, for, so I've, when I've been thinking about it this week, so like a big part of my job um, as a doctor looking after older people is to help people when home hasn't has ceased to become that safe place. So either because their body is frail or their mind is frail, suddenly a place that had been safe isn't safe anymore. Mm. Um, and... So a lot of the um, like talking I do with older people, um, if they get to a place that they can't, they can't go home. And actually, home is a word that I I avoid using sometimes in talking to older people in hospital. I mm -hmm. usually uh, like deliberately avoid it and say um, say something like, "Oh, when you leave hospital, where would you like to go?" Mm. um or what yeah what happens when you leave hospital rather than what happens when you go home because for a lot of them that similar to what i was talking about before the home when something ceases ceases to become safe then it's it um it's it doesn't fully can't fully be home anymore and mm. i guess the other thing about well you know safe but we know that some homes sadly aren't safe places mm. Um, and that's a and, disaster, isn't it? When that happens, that that is disastrous for those those people, you know, thinking particularly of children who should be in safe, um, loving homes, and yet are not. That's disastrous for them as, yeah. as people, isn't it? Um, and yeah, so that which kind of again makes you think, well, that home should be should be like this. This this is what home should be like, um, which yeah yeah that's a, a good reflection yeah i don't think i don't think i have any more uh sitting in the tree reflections are you ready to climb i think we need to be uplifting to um yeah to yeah to because i think the reason that we um our initial thoughts go to the fact that um like home should be a place of safety and belonging is because that's um how homes were intended to be i think like um you know we are things were we live in a world where things go wrong bad things happen and um and but it's it's not supposed to be like that that's not how um yeah how how things were designed to be and the fact that we have places where homes are not happy and homes are not safe um mm. links a, is a symptom of that really isn't it mm. yeah definitely um 
and in sort of climbing climbing the tree and thinking is there anything sort of eternal or ultimate that we can say about home I think yeah I just wondered if if part of our longing for home is because that's that's kind of how we were made we were designed to long for a safe permanent home um yeah I don't know I don't know what what sort of branches you decided to go up with that because there were a lot I mean I did my classic um word search um uh, on biblegateway.com and I mean millions of things came up so I just thought at that point this could go well I didn't really feel like this could go in loads of different directions because there was really one thing that was sticking in my head but you know it's it's clearly a word that is used a lot in the bible but um, yeah, I don't know where you where you took it, Steph. Oh, so I, I, I'm interested to hear yours first. Where did you where did your direction end, or your branch? Which branch did you go? On? Well, so a couple of verses stood out to me. I mean, I don't love kind of just plucking a, a verse randomly out of the Bible. I kind of I do prefer to sort of see the big picture and how it all fits in. But I did think this was um, a beautiful one. So um, Zephaniah. 3 verse 20 this is in the old testament um and this is god speaking at that time i will gather you at that time i will bring you home i will give you honor and praise among all the peoples of the earth when i restore your fortunes before your very eyes says the lord so you know um probably there's a, a double meaning in that um in that god was talking about bringing um the the Israelites um, kind of to, to a physical home at that at a certain point in future and, um, and, and restoring their physical fortunes, but also um, pointing forward to the very end of time when, um, when the Lord will gather his people and bring them home. Um, and I suppose home, home in that sense is um well yeah i guess heaven so after after we've our, our life on this earth has ended um and we'll have an eternal and perfect perfectly safe perfect home um I, yeah i guess it, it reminded me of that time um and yeah so i suppose that that longing for home that i feel so keenly is is going to be fulfilled one day um whether or not that's you know after I die or or if Jesus returns to to bring his people home before that, um, then um, then that's when when that will be. So yeah, I guess for me, it, I feel like it makes makes sense of why I have such a longing for home in this small way now, longing to be in my own home, which I see as a kind of a refuge and a place of safety. Um, yeah. That kind of points me towards the the ultimate home. Um, where yeah which nothing can ever spoil um because you know homes are earthly homes can um well we've talked about that they can become unsafe places but you know even things like um being broken into or um you know mm. they can shake you and make you think well actually this is supposed to be a safe place but it's stopped being a safe place because of you know whatever xyz um yeah i did have one one side branch as well but I might save that. <laughs> save that one. Yeah. 
um, I like the fact also that uh, so like Jesus Jesus talks about um, home as as uh, kind of like in language that we would understand. So in in John's Gospel, so the God, uh, one of the um, the life accounts of Jesus um, written by his best friend. Um, um, there's a part in John 14 where um, Jesus talks about um, his father's house and mm. having like so he says um, so my father's house has many rooms and if that were not so would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come back and I will take you to be with me that you also may be where I am and just the idea that actually we are yeah we're being invited into into a home that Jesus has prepared for us and and that he wants us there because if you've got someone you know if you're not um if you don't really want someone to come and stay with you you don't get stuff ready do you like you just yeah. like it's um just kind of leave it and but like you know just gone and prepared like he's prepared a place in his home for us mm. um and yeah similarly like thinking a little bit about heaven so um i know i think you've talked before on this podcast about revelation uh, the so revelation 21 so the um the last book of the bible um where um um yeah so we're given a picture of what heaven will be like and um sort of in in that passage talks about seeing a new heaven and a new earth and that the dwelling place of god will be with man mm. he will dwell with us and um yes. yeah we can be at home but we'll yes. be at home and actually that was that was my my side branch i thought you were going to go to it um, when he said John 14, because um, that's it. Yeah. But God, not only do we have, are we promised a perfect home eternally, but God promises to dwell with us and make his home with us. So later on in John 14, after the the bit about um, where Jesus tells about the, the home that's being prepared for us. Um, uh, so John 14, verse 23, Jesus says, um, so anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and we will come to them and make our, our home with them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's amazing, isn't it? That's mind blowing. Like, yeah, we're ultimately in the future. There is a perfect home for us. But in the meantime, God actually makes his home in those who um, who are his friends, who, uh, who are his children. Um, so yeah, that's amazing. I think that might be a place to to end. Actually, I don't know. I don't think we can talk about fan. Yeah, I don't think there's anything fan we can say. Um, and that is definitely something that's going to be bouncing through my head now as I um, as I go on to the rest of my day. So there you go. Well, I don't know how long we've been talking stuff, but um, I think it might be the perfect amount of time. I think it might be. The time to. The only disappointment is that people won't hear me receive the lion onesie, but ah, oh, never that mind. Is a shame. That is a shame. Um, I mean, there's still there's still time could happen, but to be honest, though, even if they did hear you receive the lion onesie, I'm not sure that's as exciting as actually seeing it. Is it? Probably not. Probably not. And for and um, for a podcast, uh, yeah, perhaps the I've got the audience slightly wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just trying to imagine what it would be like to hear someone receiving a lion onesie. Maybe it would go like, oh, 
oh, oh, mm, nice, fluffy. Yeah. Excellent mane. Yeah. <laughs> Good exactly. stitching. I'm just trying to imagine what the, what the commentary could be, but, um, but there you go. So sadly, we did not hear Steph receive a lime onesie, but we did get to think about the excellent word of home. So thanks very much for joining us, Steph, and I hope that you can, oh, you can join us Thanks again. for having me. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, do you know what your word is for next week? Do I get a sneak preview or have you not decided? Oh, yeah. yeah, no, we do actually. Yeah, the next one is going to be cloud. Ooh. Mm, yeah, and we're going to have another special guest, actually, for that one. So that's very exciting. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, thanks for, for chatting and metaphorically tree climbing with me, Steph. And I hope that next time, well, maybe you shouldn't go to, a, a, like, fancy gardens to do tree climbing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just stick to low-level, you know, average trees Parks. from now on. Parks, I yeah. I, I Park. usually stay for bet. Um, as long as they've got, you know, low branches. But, I mean, I could take you to some good ones. There we go. I'll look forward to it. Yeah, great. Well, thanks so much. See you soon.